All right. Hello, this is my podcast for ethnic studies for my final. Um, so the topic I chose was um, the mistreatment of people with physical disabilities. And I'm actually here with one of my friends, Noah Whitaker. What's up? Hello. And um, Noah, may I, may I ask what uh, physical disability you have? I have spinal muscular atrophy, which basically... Uh, impairs me to a wheelchair and weakens all of my muscles in my body. Okay. Um, so when I decided to choose this topic, I knew that I would have to um, help. I would I would need help from someone who is physically disabled just to yeah. just so I could get their personal experience because I think that would just like be able to make the podcast even better. So let's go ahead and uh, dive right in. I think one of the first issues that I wanted to talk about was how outdated the school is regarding being disabled friendly. Did you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, so I've only been here for two years. I'm only a sophomore, so I'm sort of kind of getting to know the campus. When I came back in, uh, I came back uh, last year during a lockdown because of an IEP, but I noticed not every staircase in the school has a ramp. So if I wanted to come from here where I'm at the portables and go to the uh, cafeteria, I would have to go all the way around the school to the library to that ramp because there's no way to get onto the street accessibly from here. Right. And that's actually something I noticed. Like yeah. just when I, because I go from the 500 wing to the cafeteria and I'm walking down and I'm, I'm noticing like it, there's a curb. Yeah. And it's literally inaccessible to yeah. people who are in wheelchairs. So I think, would you say that is a, a huge problem? Yeah. I mean, I'd say it's a pretty big problem. Uh, I feel like stuff can be done about it, but it really just isn't because there's, what, 900 students and only like 20 of them are disabled. So well, actually, there's more like yeah. over 1,500 students. Yeah, I, I'm not good with numbers for that. But then again, with every school, there's only like a handful of students. So I think their thought process is why waste our budget on that when they can go around, you know? Right. I can I can see the thought that put that school puts through that, mm -hmm. but I, I totally disagree. Yeah, because... I, I disagree too. But I kind of understand. So I've been in my elementary and middle school I've been the only person in the school who needed these accommodations, but a lot of the time insurance won't go for what you need. They'll instead find a cheaper solution that doesn't work at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I think one of the issues I have with the school right now is the fact that we spent millions on a new gym, mm -hmm. like a state of the art auxiliary gym with, you know, the nice water fountains and a new locker room. Yeah. And yet we some of the parts of the school are literally inaccessible to students like you. Yeah. So I think that's unconstitutional. It's yeah. literally like in in the constitution it literally says like no rights shall be abridged based on sex, gender, race, or ability. Mm -hmm. And that is that's a violation of It is. But it is a huge violation and it it's what I have to live with. But the thing is, with gigantic insurance companies, they always find a way around that. 
because they think from my perspective insurance goes based off of business not people's needs they look at things from a standpoint of where's their economic uh, status instead of oh this kid needs a ramp or oh this kid needs a hoyer lift you know yeah um i i know that our school has um made slight renovations to um the original campus when this was when it was established i think like in 1912 which is a long time ago but i'm our school can really only go so i mean our school our school has only gone so far with the renovations it's made i think because i'm noticing that there's there's a ramp that leads you up to the admin buildings there's a but it's literally like on the other side mm-hmm. so if you're coming from one side of the amphitheater you have to go to the like the whole other side and that's yep. and um have you ever this is a question i'm just curious on have you ever been marked tardy just because like the school is inaccessible no but i have been tardy for sure uh-huh. it's like kind of a problem where it's like if i need to get somewhere i have to go the long way Right, And it's like, another example, if I'm going to the library of the classroom, they're going up the amphitheater steps getting in, I have to go all the way around just to get up, and then by the time I'm up there, everyone's already inside. Right. So, it's not like, it can be better. The situation can definitely be improved a lot better, but yeah, it kind of messes up my time frame. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think that's fair to you at all. No. And I think, because also, we, me and Noah both have first, um, we both have advanced media productions. So we're in Eye of the Tiger together. And before school, you have to wait for someone to open the door for you. Mm-hmm. I think a huge thing with school things, okay, we can install an elevator for people in wheelchairs to get up to the two-story building. But they don't think what if the person in the wheelchair can't access the elevator on their own? And they come up with a solution, oh, we'll just send a parade or a campus monitor. Not every time, like, there's been times where I've gone to a class, nobody's there, and I have to text one of you and I the tiger to help me up the elevator. Right, and luckily we're, you have access to, like, our phone numbers and stuff that we can let you up. Yeah. Because I remember literally there was one time and it was pouring rain. Yeah, I was just sitting outside. Yeah, and the aide was literally, because you came a little late. Yeah. So the aide had already assumed that you weren't going to be there. Yeah. And so you were late, and you were out there in the pouring rain waiting for one of us to come down. So I think that is just insane how the school lets that happen Mm -hmm. it's definitely sad but it's a whole mess it is i i think i think this can be changed drastically i think one improvement i would definitely make about the school is one we should focus on bringing our school to a standard for everyone so that the school is accessible for everyone instead of making sure our campus is state of the art mm-hmm. because we definitely did not need um, the new gym Yeah. in, in comparison to the other priorities that the school should be focusing on, like ramps, yeah. maybe a, a button that you can press to literally just open a door. Mm-hmm. Maybe 
because you need someone to because you have a key for the elevator yeah i can't even use it and you can't you can't access it yeah. using your key so i think that is that's insane how the school hasn't done anything it's it's 2021 and it's, the school is literally that outdated still yeah so would we be able to benefit if we maybe made like a key card type of thing for the elevator system so there's already a solution in work for the elevator basically i can control it with my phone but the thing is with all the solutions i've had in my life they take years like one time in the first grade i needed a hoyer lift to use the bathroom if you don't know what a hoyer lift is it basically picks a disabled person up and you can move them onto the toilet or a bed. I needed that to use the restroom in first grade. You put the order in, and I didn't get it until fourth grade. Wow. And it's really a matter of time. I had a meeting about the uh, phone elevator. It worked, but we ran into problems, and that was over three months ago. Mm -hmm. And I've heard no word from anyone since. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure with the elevator problem, they are going to need to make changes to... Uh, the wi-fi because i lost connection and if i lose connection sitting in the elevator i'm screwed because mm -hmm. you're you're yeah. in the elevator so they would have to redo the whole wi-fi problem in the 900 buildings because we all know the wi-fi sucks mm -hmm. and that's going to cost a lot of money and that's going to be a lot of time and resources and we'll see if it happens i doubt it's going to happen until my senior year at least mm -hmm. i'm that that shouldn't be something that you have to worry about. Just, yeah. Just accessibility. Yeah. Um. So before we were talk before we started the podcast, we were we were talking about if um um how people identify with their um disability and um did you what were what were we talking about? It was so in my community, the SMA community. That's my disease. There's kind of an argument going on online about if you had the cure to your disease, would you take it? And people are saying no, because it's who they are. But in my personal opinion, I believe that, yes, my disease is a part of me, but it's not who I am. Mm -hmm. It's who I am and then the disease around that. Right. If the disease is gone, I would still be me. Right. So exactly. it's like a part of me, but it doesn't define me. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like a whole debate going on whether, oh, yeah, I would take the cure. Oh, no, I wouldn't take the cure. Mm -hmm. Well, and I can see both sides to that. You me know, too. You can, you can decide to decide, yeah, I, uh, I am disabled and that's a part of who I am. I am. Mm -hmm. That's like my identity. Mm -hmm. Just like I am. I'm Filipino. I'm Asian American. I, you know, I can't ch I can't change that. Yeah. And I'm proud of that. Yeah. So I can see some people that are proud of, yeah, you know. I can see it too. But personally, I just prefer thinking that, okay, if I had the ability to play soccer, mm -hmm. I've always wanted to play soccer. If I had the chance to play it, I would take it and I would still be me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's just a whole big debate but mm -hmm. it's interesting i can see both sides but yeah that's just my personal take on it and that that kind of ties into because one thing we're learning in ethnic studies is identity 
and how identity is kind of how we identify with ourselves. Yeah. So like, for example, I am, I'm just like, you try to list everything that you are. So I'm yeah. Filipino. I'm a male. I'm, you know, I'm straight. I'm a son. Yeah. I am a student. I am able-bodied. Mm-hmm. And those are all stuff. That's all stuff that I identify with. Yeah. And I definitely think that there is a sense of identity with being disabled and that is definitely the choice of the person in question i'm not saying yeah and i'm also not saying there's no identity or anything yeah exactly yeah it's just a whole big brain thing right now right but you are what what i'm trying to say is you can you can identify with your ability or with your disability but that is not all of what you are yeah i'm not just a yeah. Filipino American. I am also so many other things. Yeah. And that's what I think makes this world like awesome, you know, because you are like, if you want to list just like things that you are. Yeah. I mean, I'm an editor for a journalism team. Very proud of that. I'm a gamer. I'm a weeb. Shut up. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm normal. I'm a person. Yeah. You are. And a lot of people don't see that because they see the wheelchair first. Right. They see the, yeah, what they see, you know. Yeah. So, one thing we've been talking about in ethnic studies is implicit bias, which is not to be confused with racism or oppression. Yeah. Um, do you, do you know what implicit bias is? No. is? Okay. So I can explain that to you. So um, implicit bias is basically an unconscious prejudice that someone has in their mind. And that is completely different from, for example, racism, like racism is blatant bigotry towards a group of people. Implicit bias is an unconscious decision that your brain makes, whether you want to believe it or not. So an example of that is, um, this is, this is a big problem right now, just because of, um, society today and our institutional, how racism is institutionalized. Um, for example, if you see an African-American person walking down the street, you're, you may not be blatantly racist towards African-American people, but your mind already starts making assumptions. Yeah. So is there an implicit bias in um, people who are disabled? Like if I am an able-bodied person, do you think that there is implicit bias with me meeting you? Definitely. I mean, first meeting someone with a disability, you automatically think, okay, what are their limits? Mm-hmm. Can I have a conversation with them? Can I, I, can they do things on their own? Like, I feel like when you see someone in a wheelchair, most people will think, okay, what are their limits? And there's definitely a more that I can't think of right now, but I know that there's a big implicit bias for disabled people. Definitely. And I'm not even going to lie. When I first met you, that was kind of went through my mind. Yeah. And I'm punching myself for thinking that because there is now that, you know, I'm good friends with you after a term of being in the same class together, there's way more to you. Yeah. You know, we, we talk about Marvel all the time. We talk about Squid Game and Star Wars and anime all the time. Yeah. So there's definitely more to you and a bunch and, anybody with a disability yeah then meets the eye so and i th- i think oh, sorry were you gonna say something? <laughs> sorry um 
personally, the way that I see it, implicit bias, I have it too. Mm-hmm. If I see a disabled person, I see I think the same thing. Right. No, everyone has implicit yeah. bias. Yeah. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that I should shame you for thinking that about yeah. me. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm not, I'm not blatantly, I'm not, I don't blatantly dislike you because you're disabled. And yeah. I don't blatantly dislike anyone because of what they identify with. Yeah. But there is still an, a prejudice yeah. that my mind keeps telling me. So I think one way that our, our school, um, going back to our main topic, one thing that our school can do is just educate yeah. themselves about implicit bias and maybe how they can better understand things mm-hmm. uh, regarding just like identity and um, how that shapes us as a person. Yeah. And one last thing I just want to throw in there for our school to educate themselves about disabled people. Educate yourself from a disabled person. Don't hire a specialist who's completely able-bodied. And right. If you want to know about a disabled person's life, you're going to want to talk to the disabled person. Exactly. And I think this is why I'm not bashing on you at all, Miss Bibi, but this is why the research, I think, um, wasn't as helpful as talking to you directly, Noah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm looking up you know, websites that talk to, that talk about people with physical disability, physical disabilities. (laughs) And I'm looking at the websites and I'm like, this doesn't really show me the personal experiences that people go through. So that's why I I really wanted to ask you to be on this podcast, because I don't think I could have talked about um, this for, you know, over 10 minutes without running out of stuff, because I just don't have the personal experience. Yeah. Um, So before we end this um discussion i think we got i think we covered some awesome topics did yeah. you did you want to add anything else uh i mean not really thanks for asking me i'm happy to help yeah of course and i i hope i hope that the school I, maybe we can share this with the school or something and i hope yeah. that we can help um change the school system to make yeah literally the campus just ex- accessible yeah that shouldn't be a like a privilege yeah. for you it should be it shouldn't be a privilege for you to just be able to access the school that's just a basic yeah like right yeah just to be able to get to class and not be tardy or not have to wait for someone to open the door for you so yeah you know i'll, I'll look into that I'll, I'll look into sharing this with the school maybe they can do something about it but uh for now i'll i will try to educate myself and fight my implicit bias thank you yeah <laughs> Um, so is there anything, uh, one last thing before we end the podcast, is there anything that people should know coming from a disabled person? Is there anything that someone should know before they, um, meet someone with a physical disability? Yes, absolutely. Just because they're in a wheelchair does not mean you should treat them like a puppy. Mm-hmm. You don't have to treat them treat them like you would treat anyone else. Don't mm-hmm. go, oh, little guy, what's up, pal? You know, stuff like that. Because it can be very insulting to someone with a disability. Because I think what, in my personal opinion, people with disabilities strive for is independence and recognition that they're a person. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of sad that we have to fight for the basic right to be recognized as a human, mm-hmm. but that's just the way it is for 
Yes. Today, at least. And I hope yeah. that we can move, we as a society, as a society can move on. Yeah, me too. And then may I ask if you have ever experienced that type of... Every day. Oppression? Really? Yeah. I mean, people talk to me because of it, don't talk to me, avoid me because of it, uh, treat me differently because of it. It happens every day. Mm -hmm. And it's sad that I've had to become used to that and just deal with it. And I'm I'm sorry. That, it's, it's, that's, yeah. I'm sorry about that. And I hope that I am... I hope that I treat you like you're, a normal you're person. Good. I'm, okay. You're doing good. You're clear, buddy. Because, you know, I'm aware of your disability, but I tried to, Yeah. you know, Yeah. I'm, I'm treating you like a normal person. And I, I'm, I'm trying to treat everyone just like a normal person. Just because, yeah. like, I don't want to define people based off of, a, uh, like, a feature that they yeah. have. Um, so I kind of interrupted you. Is there anything else that you would add? Third time's the charm. I think, I think I'm good. Okay. So, yeah, I hope we both, I definitely learned something from this podcast. Yeah, you better get an A for this. Yes, I, I think so. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Noah. Thank you. This has been my podcast, um, and thank you for watching. Listening. Listening. <laughs>